Hello, and welcome to another episode of In Your Business. My name is Alexandria Sanchez, and I am a managing partner of Clear Vision Media, a content creation company and digital media agency in Winona Lake, Indiana. On this podcast, I speak with local business owners, members of nonprofit organizations, and people in our community to find out a little bit more about what they're passionate about and how they use small business and social enterprise as their platform. Stay tuned with this podcast to hear more stories and personal testimonies of what it's like doing business and being part of initiatives here in Kosciuszko County. Hi, my name is Alexandria Sanchez. It is Friday afternoon on July 10th, and I am sitting with some members of the One Warsaw Board of Directors. One Warsaw is a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization located in Warsaw, Indiana, but serving the greater greater Kosciuszko County area. I wanted to go ahead and pass this over to um, the members that I'm speaking with today and allow them to introduce themselves, um, talk about what they do and maybe kind of what their day job is, as well as why they are a part of One Warsaw and kind of what that means to them. Jama, we can start with you. I'm Jama Brown. I'm the development manager for Cardinal Services, and that's an agency that assists and advocates for intellectuals, uh, individuals with intellectual disabilities, or just general challenges in the community. Um, and then I've been involved with One Warsaw from where it became um, out of the diversity committee with Jenny um, Brissett Tipton through OrthoWorks. She and I worked together about five years ago. Um, on one aspect of it and then it morphed when Travis came on board and into really a broader um, range of focus and mission and vision and um, it's been sort of growing and moving in that direction ever since. Sherry? I'm Sherry Benuski and I am a professor of English with Purdue Fort Wayne and I teach sometimes for uh, Ivy Tech here in Warsaw also. I teach English. Um, I've not been with Warren Warsaw since the beginning, although um, unofficially I've been there pretty close. Uh, but I've been a board member for about a year or so. Um, love doing it. It's one of the things most dear to my heart. So. And I'm Travis McConnell. Uh, I ended up going to the diversity rally at the beginning before uh, we became Warren Warsaw and kind of picked up the torch to keep things going after the original people that started that. Um, we're going to close down the group and have to create one more so. Uh, I'm a local attorney here in town doing mostly personal injury, some criminal defense and some other things. Hopefully you never need me. Well, uh, we know where to go if we do. But <laughs> um, it's nice meeting all of you. And I think um, from each of your kind of backgrounds and, and why you are a part of one, it kind of leads into the um, the origin story, which Travis, I've talked to you a little bit about. And from our discussions, it doesn't seem like when one came together, it was this super plan, you know, we're going to be like a diversity <laughs> inclusion organization. So I'd, um, I'd love to know maybe, you know, the organic, what, why did one start? <laughs> So it kind of grew out of a Facebook post. There was a Facebook group, and there still is, called Warsaw Diversity Supporters. And they were the people that were behind what was the diversity rally. It's, it's um, Karen and Hans Cusero. And, the, and then Jenny helped out as well. And so there was an announcement on Facebook that said, hey, we've all left town, uh, and we're going to close this down because we're not there anymore. And I had been to two of the diversity rallies uh, before. And I didn't want it to stop, so I volunteered to pick up the torch and take it over. 
Um, and then I quickly uh, met with Jenny, who was still in town, and then roped in Jema uh, to help out, and Lyle and a few other people in town, Kristen Hale, and then we just kept growing. We talked about trying to make it bigger and better uh, and continue to really work towards uh, in including everyone and make it more of a celebration. So we spent the first year or so really thinking through how we wanted to reform and rebrand and all those sorts of things. And yeah. Yeah, that that's great. Um, I think that especially in the times that we're in right now, we're, we're kind of, we're still in the wake of a pandemic. And then we also have so much um, social unrest and, and social injustices going on all around the world. And I think everyone uh, is trying to figure out the right thing to do and, and even what diversity is. What does it mean to be a diverse community? And what does it mean to accept people of, of all walks of life? And I know, Travis, in our conversations, we've even said that you don't even like to focus so much on the word diversity as you do inclusion. So I think my next my next question would be, what does inclusion mean to One Warsaw? And what does the organization, you know, attempt to embody um, when you talk about inclusiveness in Kosciuszko County? I'd like to take a little bit of that because I don't think that we're done with that, that definition or that thought process. Um, and the pandemic is a huge thing that kind of you know, impeded all of our thought processes and, and made us go, well, what does it mean to be inclusive? Does it mean we talk about small businesses that are going out of business because they can't you know, sell things? Or, they, you know, or does it mean um, we talk about oh, you know, who, who, is the, who are the people that we want to call when we say diverse or we want to include? Um, so I think that's going to change as we move forward as an organization still. Um, what what that entails or who we're serving, right? Yeah. I think that the big difference with inclusion and diversity is inclusion, we, we have a diverse community here in Warsaw. There are people from all over the world in our community here in rural Indiana. Uh, we're kind of unique and blessed in that way to uh, be in a small town, but it's got a big town feel because um, there's a lot of diversity, both of different uh, ethnicities, different beliefs, and all sorts of different things. Uh, there's big business, there's small business, I and mean, we, we have multi-billion dollar industries, and we have small mom and pop places. And so diversity is a statement of fact. It's what there is. Inclusion is making sure that all of those people get to have their voices heard and get to be included in our community and represented in our community and have the chance to be celebrated and feel like they're welcomed in our community. And that's what's been our big emphasis is to uh, celebrate, educate, and uh, support all people. Yeah. Also in this time, um, you know, Sherry, like you're saying, the pandemic, it not just, you know, sickness and the health issues, it's also the socioeconomic issues that we're seeing because people can't access resources or even simply um, education on how to stay healthy, uh, what not to do, what to do, all of those different things. And um, I think that going forward um, with our current situation, we also have to be able to look in the face what are the biggest areas we can improve. And I think um, I'd love to know from the perspective you have um, one Warsaw or one um, and the different organizations that you all try to pool together in that, um, you know, um, amassing resources for people. What are the biggest areas that um, you see that we that we can do better. Jama, I think I'll pass it to you. Um, well, the pandemic has really um, 
shone a light on the holes that have already existed. It's just that they've become more prevalent in awareness. And, um, you know, what Sherry was getting to, you know, being the diverse problems that not just, you know, a demographic, but also economic, um, you know, it's the, it's the awareness and the inclusion is the action. So if we have resources in our community that can help plug some of these holes, you know, I think of Ivy Tech that has the next level job program that's um, been initiated, initiated by the state where all of these people who are now unemployed um, can, even if you have a bachelor's, they've increased it from associates to bachelor's degrees. Um, if you want to retool your education, you go, you get a certificate and it's paid for by the state because they recognize that the jobs that we may return to may not look like what they did before they might not exist it might not exist so that's one side of it you know is the you know retooling and retraining but the other side of it is do we make sure that when we are in making those endeavors in our community is everyone at the table to be seen as I need this help too or you know I think of Winona Avenue corridor and we have a ton of businesses that are mostly you know self-employed you know individual owners but they could use economic attention the street could be paved there could be sidewalks installed so some of those economic mm-hmm. development um, things could be done to you and it's largely minority owned property so there could be you know all sorts of diversity and inclusion geared toward economic recovery on top of we know that minority communities are harder harder hit through health um, initiatives some people are not necessarily comfortable with going to the doctor Mm -hmm. because of you know maybe they're undocumented or maybe maybe they have a language barrier and are we getting that information to the communities um we had an outbreak through the latino community here in Kosciuszko county and the the mayor to his credit was on it right away and he's like we're going to get out flyers in spanish to these communities and the fire department employed him immediately so the people knew you're sick get help get tested let's get you into the doctor don't worry about anything else and so i think the pandemic has broken barriers of bias in a lot of ways that people are like we don't have a choice to be inclusive it has to happen because our community is at risk and then and the the part with the the pandemic that that is great in some odd way is that it has broken those barriers and made us see things like see see us all as humans who all have these particular needs where before it was a little harder we saw each other in these little compartment silos mm-hmm. right um so there's been surprises for all of us or at least for myself as i as i go through the the pandemic issues and we see these you know these small businesses that are um, failing and you think well i didn't realize that they were they were so needy. I didn't realize those particular people, I mm-hmm. thought they were fine. When I look at them on Facebook, they look happy, they look successful. You know, so all of these different things have, have shown us um, that our, our inclusion needs to be broader than it was at the very beginning. So, you know, every month I feel like our, our focus gets a little bit bigger, a little bit wider, a little bit like, wow, I didn't realize those people had such needs too and and perhaps the same way the other way where they've they've been like you know i didn't realize that i had those needs either and i didn't realize that my needs were just the same as yours you know i i i thought that i was doing okay i thought that i was i was going to be successful i thought i was doing okay and that maybe those people weren't but now suddenly we're all in the same boat so this is it's sort of a weird silver lining to certain things but um it's, it's definitely been an eye-opening experience for me being on the board and seeing those needs pop up. So one thing that one has done is that we went around to some of our local businesses and did spotlights because um, we kind of identified this need early on of people are struggling. 
they're closed, how can we help some of our local businesses? And so we went around to a handful of different businesses and did spotlight videos and then boosted them out in all the public platforms that we're able to and also shared it on our page as well uh, on one more spot to try and at least get people some attention and get them out there. Um, and we are you know, still able to do that for folks if they need help. So make sure and reach out and we can help you with that. Yeah. But if you asked at the very beginning of one Warsaw board, are we going to be doing that particular thing? Nobody would have guessed that ever. It was just not even on our radar to think about small businesses. So. Well, we even discussed it. Is this really our mission? Is it our mission? Right. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point. It's, and I'm not saying there are so many nonprofits or, you know, kind of community development or even social enterprises that um, bridge into the the hybrid space um, of, you know, profit and society and also environment and all of those things but when I think of one it is a very it's like this fluid and dynamic organization that you're really kind of pivoting and reacting and also being proactive to what we the way we think society is going and also needs to go so maybe that's um a a good transition to where do you see the biggest opportunities for one and other um organizations in the Kosciuszko area but also, I mean, using this as kind of a platform or an idea for other counties that need to be employing like similar initiatives. What, what do you think are the biggest opportunities as a small organization um, that you see going forward? One of our big uh, things is to make sure and educate folks. There's a, a, a big need of people, and we find it now with George Floyd and all the protests going on, that people just don't understand what's going on. Uh, and when we're talking about the clinic and how some people are afraid to go in because they're undocumented, just in Goshen, there was somebody who got in trouble for calling ICE on people that were going in for COVID testing. These things happen. They happen right here. They happen right up the street in Goshen, mm-hmm. Indiana. So there's a, there's, there's a legitimate reason why people are afraid because there were people who went in and they got immigration call on them because they went to get COVID tested. Once the company found out about it, they shut it down and that person's no longer there. The fact remains that there is these things going on and people need to know about them and they need to address them. They need to stand up and be a part of the solution to work against these things. So that's a big thing that we're doing is different education pieces mm-hmm. um, and continue to do small events like that. Spread the word on our social media, spread the word on our, our upcoming webpage, hopefully, and um, really try and bring people together is the other part of that. When people get out from behind their phones and computer screens and come together for our event in the fall and get to know each other and realize that we have more in common than we don't mm-hmm. is, is a big piece of that too. That's a, that's a huge thing that I see as an opportunity for us is being able to see each other as people in common. Um, you know, not just seeing ourselves as there's this part of the community and there's the professional part of the community and there's the people that live over in the trailer park and there's the people who, you know, so that we are able to all come together and be on sort of a, a platform of equality in some particular way so that we could say, oh, look, I didn't know you had those needs. Um, I didn't know you celebrated that way. I do that too. Just uh, that's that's an educational thing that for me is constant. I'm always learning something new, and the board is great because there's all kinds of diverse people on it, and so they can point out, hey, did you realize that you said something that maybe that isn't cool? And so we're always learning from each other. We're always learning about the community. We're always growing and coming up with the ways that we need to grow too. That we need to become more inclusive. At least personally speaking, that's true for me. I think one of the things, you know, um, logistically speaking, you know, as being in the development mindset, my, my immediate 
my immediacy always goes from, okay, so here's the problem. Let's get to the solution, right? And um, all of these visions that wrap around one Warsaw are exactly what we need. The other logistic thing that we do have a problem with in our community is we have amazing nonprofit agencies, but some of them are doubling up on the same work. And if we could cut down and be the hub resource for all of those different nonprofits and say, you know what, someone else is already taking care of that, use that grant money for other things. Broaden that program you're already doing Absolutely. that has success. And I think that that might be where we end up going long term. Are we there yet? I don't think so. But I think that that is in the future. Um, we've been asked already to have a landing page of um, please come in and tell us where everything is. And, you know, not to be, you know, relegated to a 411 site. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about if this is your problem, this is the resource you want to go to. You don't need to go through six different people to get here. And um, maybe it's not necessarily you need that resource. You just need someone to listen and say, oh, this is the problem. We can help be, you know, we can liaise with this agency and help you get information. And I feel like that's, that's where we're headed um, once everyone understands that our our mission is to have everyone at the table and say this is what we're doing and this is how we include everybody yeah. and realize that we have way more minority um, people in our community that come from all kinds of cultures that we didn't even realize you know I, I was shocked at the amount of sick people that we have here I had no idea I think there's something like 600 different sicks that that are that are here in Warsaw, and I don't know where they worship, but I'm sure it's nearby because if they're living in Warsaw, they're probably traveling at least to Fort Wayne or South Bend, so it's at least an hour away. So, you know, are we reaching that population, that kind of thing? I love the idea of, you know, thinking about inclusivity not only with the citizens and the residents of our county, but it's also, like, inclusivity of all of the resources and bringing those all to the table. And um, I think in light of the pandemic, um, especially for... Um, you know, like governmental institutions that are trying to figure out how to allocate things, if you can do that more efficiently and you can have an organization like one or wherever that might be that's able to say, hey, you're looking for health resources. These are the places you should go for these specific things or talking directly to that organization and and saying could probably be more efficient and champion um, a different area. Uh, another thing I really wanted to talk about with with you is kind of the culminating event that, um, you know, one Warsaw builds up to at the end, um, well, toward the end of the year, but celebrating us and and why that's so important um, for your organization and kind of what that's all about. Well, our mission statement says we want to inspire inclusion. So not just be inclusive, but inspire other people to figure that out too. And we're still figuring that out. It's, It's something we figure out daily, if not every year when we try and figure out a new thing. Uh, this year we're trying to figure out what if there's another pandemic wave do we have an alternative event how do we do that what does that mean but so so we want to inspire other people that's our goal is to get everybody together in the same place to learn something but also inspire them to also want to learn more want to educate us more so another big part of the event too is to showcase the organizations that we do have we had a huge number of organizations last year that came cardinal was there uh, bowen beeman home all sorts of different organizations participated there was a mosaic health center um, ivy tech had a booth um, the high school had a booth um, there was all sorts of different folks that participated to show here's the resources that we have in our community and people got to go around and see that and see what was going on so that that helps to 
uh, not only inspire them, but also they get educated on who all is here and what sort of help they can get and where they can get plugged in and get involved. Um, and then another fun part is, of course, having different foods for people to enjoy and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Gotta have food. <laughs> I think share, I think they both said, you know, really great things. It's to, um, you know, break the barrier with food, first of all, because, you know, who doesn't love trying new food, especially here in the Midwest? We don't get a whole lot of diversity in our diet. Um, so that sort of like lowers expectations of, you know, I don't know who these people are, so should I have my guard up? Because we can all meet at a table, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I love the phrase, when you have more, you don't big, build a bigger fence, you build a longer table. And I think that that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to build a longer table and have everyone find a seat there that um, is included. We, we want everyone to have a place at the celebration because when everybody walks in and they say, oh, I work with that person mm-hmm. or I had no idea, like Sherry was talking about earlier, it lessens the scariness of the words diversity inclusion and when you lessen the scariness of those words and you just realize it's just learning about something new it makes it much more of a fun activity that's why we purposefully say celebrating us you know we're not trying to force anything on it we're like come listen to this really great music that you might not hear all the time yeah um so yeah what are ways that people can um, get involved with One Warsaw, whether it's learning more about celebrating us or it's just figuring out how can I stay in touch with, with One and see what you guys are doing in, in the county and in the community? Yeah, if anybody wants to get involved, you can send us an email to info at onewarsaw.org. And uh, we have an interest form for people that want to dive a little deeper. We also have monthly meetings that are open to the public. Uh, we have one coming up next Tuesday. Uh, not sure if this is going up before then or not. If not, you're going to have to clip that out. But, um, <laughs> I can get it up before Tuesday. Uh, but uh, there's, there's one coming up next Tuesday, 7.30 at Maria's uh, here in Warsaw. And yeah, we usually meet on the second Tuesday of the month uh, is how it's planned for right now. Although it has been known to change in the past, trying to find a time that works for people. Sure. And, and we're always looking for people to be on our committees to plan celebrating us mm-hmm. in the fall. Uh, we need lots of volunteers to help with all kinds of things, uh, both in the public eye and just doing stuff like setting up chairs and stuff. So there's all kinds of like places to plug in and just be there and be helpful. And we had around yeah. 40 different volunteers last year that helped yeah. out and pitched in. So yeah. yeah. And, and we're, always, we're always looking for sponsors as well. So if you, you know, you listen to this and you're like, I really want my business to be a part of something that's welcoming to the community I operate in, please contact us and let us know how you can help sponsor the event as well. Um, because you get recognition from that. Um, you know, I, I know that when I'm doing business and spending my dollars, I like to know who are being good faith citizens in the community, and mm-hmm. I will definitely spend my dollars there too. Yeah. So. We do. It's <laughs> awesome. That was one of the obstacles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we spent a long time on our logo. It is a very pretty logo. Uh, the, getting a, a logo made by committee is not easy. Oh, Wouldn't I'm recommend, sure. I, but it came out beautiful. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, some of the other things, too, that people worry about. I mean, I know you mentioned some of the obstacles in the beginning is people were worried about... Um, the getting up in your face and mm-hmm. being maybe a little bit too preachy. And so we've had to kind of make sure and walk that line carefully. And I think that sometimes the what we grew out of the diversity rally uh, may have ruffled some of the people's feathers mm-hmm. that we had to deal with. Um, and we had to jump through a few hoops in the first year. But then once we had Celebrating Us and it went great and everybody was very supportive, I think that 
we have a lot of momentum going forward. Yeah. Well, I think it, you know, it goes back to what JMO was saying about breaking down the, the, the fear of the words, diversity, inclusion, and what, what, the heck, what the heck does that mean? You know, there's so much going on. But I think, you know, going back to what you said, it's like figuring out that you celebrate something very similar to someone else or you feel hurt the same way that other people do. And I think seeing seeing where we feel those things together and, and where those commonalities lie, we can kind of then really appreciate those other surrounding factors like the backgrounds that people have and, and where they're coming from. And I, I think that's that's so cool and it's it's super important, especially going forward and figuring out how we be, you know, good citizens of our county, of our community, and also just of the world and helping people navigate like some really hard spaces that are um, that are going on right now. I just want to thank you for having us here and listening and, you know, sort of giving us a good boost and a plug because, um, you know, like you were talking about, you and I were talking about earlier um, before we started, you know, there are huge corporations that um, do a lot of good in our community, but there are small groups that are really working hard to do also a lot of heavy lifting. So I personally appreciate it very much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. There's, there are awesome things going on societally and there you're seeing people like stand up and stick up for people. Um, and I just think it's really beautiful. So I want to see that happen. I want to see that where I grew up, you know, Yeah. but kind of having the pride in that. It's very easy in our community to become one of the invisible. It's very easy. Um, you know, we're very segmented by, by neighborhood, by subdivision, by Mm -hmm. ends of the County, by ends of the city. Um, and so it's very easy to fall into the invisibility of, of our community. And if we can do anything else but to remind people that, you know, um, the invisibility is not a good thing, it's, it's actually harming us and that we need to know who, right. who to look out for, mm-hmm. um, I think that, that we're way ahead of the game if yeah. we get to that point. Yeah. I think cool. one final thought just for the people who maybe are leery to get involved, that they're worried that we're going to somehow brainwash them with all of our love and joy, uh, give us a shot. I mean, my mom always taught me that you had to try something before you decided if you don't like it, and I'm sure most people's mothers did that too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, what do you guys think about that as far as people, we, we've had some pushback with people don't want to get involved. Well, sure, with, sure. I mean, even I, even I was like that for the first year when you kept saying, come and be part of the board, and I was like, no, I'll help, but I don't want to be on the board. I mean, so that was me too. So, you know, it's just... You know, you can do as little or as much as you want to, to be part of things. Mm-hmm. It, when when Jamie says uh, there are invisible people, I think that includes a lot of professional people like I was, where I sat in my own little silo of people and I saw the same people all the time. And I now am less invisible to other people, but the other people that I think are really cool are less invisible to me too. Mm-hmm. So it's just an awesome place to be to be part of. Your life only gets richer the further out you step. We do kind of enter those little silos Mm -hmm. and, you know, the silo of your family, the silo of your hobbies. And it's uncomfortable when you're kind of encouraged to step out of it or maybe even forced to step out of it. But I I do think it's so enriching um, when you're like, wow, I I had no clue that was going on. And now I do. And now I know that there's something that I can do about it that can contribute to a cause a certain way. Figuring out what you're passionate about, figuring out what other people are passionate about, and then like bringing it all together. Even if you don't have any passion at all and you just want to have some, come and try stuff out. Yeah. Thanks again for having us. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was a great time. Thank you. Thanks for spending some time with us today to learn a little bit more about One Warsaw. Located in Warsaw, Indiana and part of Kosciuszko County. You can find resources and how to get involved with One Warsaw in the notes of this podcast. Thanks again and until the next episode.